Hello, I'm Dave Manuel. And I'm Paula Jordan. And together, we're going to be hosting SD33 Chill Talks. We want to use this podcast to strengthen the connections in our district. And to tell the amazing stories of the people who work in our organization. Good morning. We are here. Actually, it's not even morning anymore. Well, I guess it it's is. It's still morning. It's 1040. I know. The it's time, okay. It's it morning. It just races. It's morning for me. <laughs> we are here with Justin Moore today. Good morning, Justin. Good morning. So Justin is our vice principal, district vice principal of curriculum. And I feel like he doesn't really need an introduction. I don't think he does. No. But you know what? One of the things I think Justin has done in all the different roles he's had, hopefully we'll hear a bit about, um, he's been a leader for our district around curriculum. So welcome, Justin. Thank you. So I am curious. I'm going to start with the first question. Is that okay? That's really great, Dave. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> I am, I'm really curious, Justin, for you to tell us a little bit about your journey that took you into teaching, mm-hmm. but then maybe took you, um, you know, maybe into teaching and then into this focus around curriculum and leadership around that. Yeah, sure. Um, well, thanks for having me. Uh, so school wasn't good for me, I have to admit, right off the top. Uh, elementary school was a challenge. Um, I had learning assistance blocks twice a week from grade three to grade seven uh, around, get this, math. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> math and, um, and spelling. So it actually focused around, and, and I still have troubles with it to this day, if any of you have you know, gotten my emails, there's spelling mistakes, and there are troubles with dates. <laughs> so uh, I have a problem with just memorizing. So basic uh, facts, uh, spelling never would sink in when I was a kid. So we tried a lot, we tried a lot. Mm-hmm. But what I did learn through that LA process um, was perseverance, mm-hmm. resilience, mm-hmm. Um, and other ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. So every year there was a question, is he going to go to the next grade? Is he going to go to the next grade? My parents would have meetings. We do tests for dyslexia and all the things. Um, I didn't have my looks to fall back on, so <laughs> <laughs> we're in trouble there. Thank goodness this is, uh, you know, I have a face for radio. Uh, but, <laughs> um, so, but eventually I got to high school, and that's where, you know, there was a change from basic facts to, or at least for me at that time, to thinking and problem solving and using tools to help you learn. So uh, I took off. Those A's and B's for the rest of my time, mm-hmm. except for French. <laughs> but again, that was trying to memorize all those, all that vocab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so then I, uh, I really enjoyed the sciences, so I went to UVic. I did a science degree in biology, uh, big focus on botany, really. And after that, I ended up at, well, actually, that's where I think my teaching, a little bit of that came in. At the time, I don't think teaching would have been something I even would have cared about as a kid because it wasn't the best experience. But um, I was a co-president of the undergrad society for biology, and I ran, ran study groups. And um, we'd come together, and I'd facilitate us just practicing and learning together. Mm-hmm. And that's when it started to be like, hmm, I kind of like this working with my peers and mm-hmm. us learning together. But I went through, and I did my, my degree, and I, got, I ended up at UBC working in... Um, uh, working for the ornamental plant breeder at the UBC Botanical Gardens. 
So it is what you think. There's a lot of sex out in the garden, <laughs> but, but it's between plants. plants. So plants. I facilitated it <laughs> between plants. <laughs> Thanks so, for that clarification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I thought to myself, okay, at that point I was still involved with working with adults and I started to get more with kids and the kids would do tours and I ended up being the guy that like, you're pretty good with kids. Why don't you tour them around? Mm. So I'd take kids on tours of the garden and I had a great time and I thought, you know, it's either I'm going into research or I'm going into teaching. My boss was a jerk, so I said, I'm out of this research thing, and I'm going into teaching. And then I ended up, I did my teaching degree, and uh, yeah, so that's how I ended up there. But it was just, it wasn't something that I had in my mind. It's just experiences I had started to tell me that I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you bring a different lens, right, for someone, right, mm. I'm going to guess, opening up different doors, right, in order to force those students who are struggling. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, one thing that, I guess, when you say that, I, when, I, when I was teaching at 80 Rundle, um, more than once I had a parent come to me and say, um, and it seemed to be the parents of dyslexic students for some reason, You've, whatever you're doing is great for my kid, and I don't know what I was I was doing, mm-hmm. but it worked for them, and it might have been just because I had those same struggles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's neat to hear the, the background around your life. Where, where did you switch from being the classroom teacher and then wanting to get involved in... Um, teaching adults. Yeah, and so when I was at Rundle, um, I remember, well, at least I, I remember one. I don't remember maybe the first time when I started working with, with my colleagues, but uh, Brad Driscoll came in and he was leading the assessment um, and we created this little group. And myself and Leanne Clark ended up kind of leading the group and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And, and then I kind of got, you know, started nerding out. I was like trying to get deeper and deeper into that and learn as much as I could. Um, and, and then Ruth Weeb started to ask me to join different groups and planning teams and um, thinking about uh, district initiatives and such like that. And the more I did that, the more I really was like, wow, I, I, as much as I love working with students, I also really love working with adults and learning together and figuring out uh, what they might need to help them in their journey forward. So um, eventually a little position came up at, uh, in curriculum and uh, I remember a friend of mine came to me and said, have you seen this job? This is actually you, I think. <laughs> I think you should take this job. And I said, I am definitely applying for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, a, it was a win-win because I was enjoying the classroom, but I would, would have enjoyed that. So if I got it, great. If I didn't, Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> so, and then I did, and I ended up uh, in the curriculum department um, doing math and science uh, with a great team, and really, really enjoyed. It's a different. It's a different way to do it, and there's still struggles. Um, but working with adults and, it, and that kind of coaching role, and mm-hmm. and bringing things forward to think about, and 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 having conversations about what do you need, and and how do I help with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can, I can say um, Justin's been my go-to for the last at least two years, two years when I'm stuck on understanding curriculum or understanding, you know, like, what, what does this instructional practice mean? Because, you know, I've lived most of my world in time in secondary, right? And I have a wife who's a primary teacher, and she throws things at me. So, so Justin's really good and kind. He gives me books to read and, <laughs> and homework to do. Yeah. Um, what is your understanding when you look at that difference between working with adults and working with kids? What... What you, mm. Yeah, what do yeah. you question? And you know, it's probably a lot the same, but I think adults are better at articulating when something's working for them or not. Mm. Um, 
where students might come out through behavior. So it's still the same. It's you have choice. What where's choice, autonomy, and feeling um, that you make a difference? So how do you get to that with adults? Is the is the trick of it all? Um, so it, it, I mean, I think it is the same um, working with adults or adults as kids, but just being sure to listen because they're going to say it they're going to tell you when it's not working for them just like you know students might it might just come out in different ways Mm -hmm. um and i i find that working with um adults for me is is rewarding in a in a different way um you have those awesome relationships with kids and you see them in the community and and those things you have those with adults as well um I feel confident you have those with adults. I'm not sure if you've experienced this, but (laughs) being in a school, Dave, whenever there's like, you know, in Connect 33, the sessions that are being offered and when Justin Sessions in there and it gets offered straight away, it's like, it's like a bit like pop star status, right? That gets filled up straight away. Well, that's kind of why we invited him here because we were trying trying to, you know, kind of ride his coattails to like our success. (laughs) A little bit. For chill talks, right? For sure. Uh, Um, I do have a question though. Like with... When you're when you look back on some of the work that you've been part of, mm-hmm. um, what's something that you feel proud of? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, particularly well, around good. adult learning, right. right? Well, you know, I've been actually fortunate uh, to have been working with two curriculum changes because math had a curriculum change, and then the entire curriculum changed shortly right. after that. So I went through these two waves. So that's where I got really deep into curriculum because. It came twice mm-hmm. for a subject that I taught. Um, so part of it is I think I'm really proud of that, like get, digging into that work and helping um, teachers also understand that. Like it, you are privileged to work in the curriculum. You're given some time to understand, to go deeper, to meet with others um, in other communities uh, or other school districts and to really understand what's trying to come across in these these written documents. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of that work I'm really proud of, bringing ideas from other districts of uh, that's working well and bringing that here. Um, I think what I've really enjoyed is some of the science work I've done through the years um, when that curriculum changes. It's just, I don't know, it's just so fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much you can, you can do and engage with... Um, the adult learner comes in, and when you, it's the same mm-hmm. as the students. You mm-hmm. put those, you, you know, we're having play. We're yeah. playing mm-hmm. as adults, and um, and I just, you know, that that to me was is very rewarding mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah, and creating that knowledge through play. Right? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then seeing it in action mm-hmm. when you you go to a classroom and you see it, or you get a tweet that you see, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's so nice to see that. Um, you could help somebody along with whatever they needed to to do it themselves to empower them mm-hmm. to to move forward with it. Yeah. So I know you take your science into your kitchen as well. I think the other, <laughs> you you come come up with all kinds of experiments. What's your latest creation? I know you're always trying. Well, yeah, things. I did. I really got into the sourdough, and yeah. I have to be clear. <laughs> This was before oh, pandemic yeah. times. Oh, okay. So I was into sourdough. You may have led that for everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah. No, the I'm, world over. I'm connecting it to Sean Wicker, who also during, pan- well, it, this mm-hmm. came during pandemic, he started baking. some baking pieces. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah the, mm-hmm. I, but Justin was before. Before. Yeah. Okay. I, I connected my grandmother as a, quite a baker, um, and bread was 
a big part of her. You know, if you could get there the day she made her bread and mm-hmm. she cut you one, and, mm-hmm. and my grandpa would make the butter actually. So it was homemade butter and bread. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, yeah, making bread is therapy for me. Mm-hmm. So, and sourdough is kind of like mm-hmm. a little sciencey too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like animals. So I get, you got to keep your, you know, your, your starters like a pet you got to feed and That's take right. care of, yeah. temperature. And, mm-hmm. But you, you do have to go through a lot of trials and, and try in different variables that you got to change to make it come out like you see on Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. how do you get there without mm-hmm. it being a lump of, <laughs> like a rock or whatever? So, <laughs> doorstop. Yeah. Yeah. So, science is. Mm-hmm. Well, it, you, it's something to me. One day, know. there's this dish, Indian dish called paneer. It's oh. like Indian cheese. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, most people cheat and they buy it pre-made, but not Justin. He made it? <laughs> he, well, one day, he came and told me. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And you know, and when you start doing that, that actually came from somebody else who said, I see you're making a lot of bread and I see that you'd love to cook. I challenge you to make cheese. Mm-hmm. So it actually came from somebody mm-hmm. else. And I thought, you're right. I've never done that. Let's try it. Awesome. So. Mm-hmm. Now, are you passing on the bread making skills to your boys? Well, I am trying to encourage them. Well, we haven't got to the bread. It might be a little bit too okay. much, but, yeah. you know, take turns making dinner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's craft dinner. <laughs> but at least I know they can eat that when they leave the house. <laughs> you know what? If your kids make anything, it's great. Oh, craft actually, at the skill is if they make it and then they clean up after. Oh, oh you yeah. know, I, actually, I don't mind cleaning. If they do the dinner, I don't okay. mind being the cleaner. Okay. Yeah. Good we take job. turns. Yeah. yeah, so I have, yeah, three boys and all in the school system um, and all having different experiences mm-hmm. um, with their way through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you're not just watching your boys' journey th- with their way through school. You also are mentoring, mm-hmm. right, and coaching mm. um, some of our new teachers coming out of school. So do you want to talk to us a little bit yeah, about that? So yeah, so <laughs> that's another super rewarding um, piece that I've done. So with SFU and UFV, uh, so SFU... I did my diploma and my master's through their, uh, their program uh, there. And now I'm working with teachers that are doing their diploma um, and going through that journey. And I kind of think of it like somebody who's uh, a guide on a hike. The guide knows the journey. The guide knows the best places to stop and have a look. They know when there's going to be a hard hill to go up. They know when it's going to be easy, all that kind of thing. But all the people might be new. They don't know any of the journey and they're anxious. Right. And they're just hoping that you lead them in a way that's um, supportive. So um, I see that a lot with the teachers coming in, especially when they first, their first year in the diploma. SFU tries to keep it vague on purpose. <laughs> and so uh, they're always wondering, okay, am I, what am I doing? Am I doing it right? Am I, am I, am I, am I doing what needs to be done? And I get to help them through that, having been through it myself. And it's, it's great. You get to ask those questions. And it's not about my journey. It's about theirs. And, mm-hmm. and you know, what do you want to look at on that hike? What, what's important to you? Are you the big views or are you the little plants kind of yeah. thing? And, and uh, being part of that journey uh, with them um, is great. So I really, over the years, have really promoted the SFU diploma programs in the district because I see teachers learn so much about themselves and about um, being a teacher. And they really dig in. And it's so personal Mm because it's your own inquiry that you're asking, something that's, you know, you're wondering about. And and that just pushes that, or that helps them move to the next step. Then at at UFV, um, being able to teach uh, methods, science methods for elementary and middle school, 
teacher candidates. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a lot of fun. So <laughs> it's science for sure. So right away, you know, it's going to be great. <laughs> but um, also, a lot of them say I was. A lot of them are scared of science. They're scared of not knowing mm -hmm. and feeling like they have to be an expert. Mm -hmm. um, and just working through that. Oh no, we're all learners, and you know, you'll learn right along with the kids, and you'll have a great time. Mm -hmm. And it's really about that thinking, the scientific process, more than the scientific knowledge that you really want to work with with the students. So um, mm -hmm. doing that UFV piece and seeing new teachers come along, which also is nice because then I see them out in the district. Because right. then they get hired in there. Yeah. And you already have a, you already have a connection. <laughs> a yeah. yeah. Uh, and that just makes it easier because then they're willing to talk to you about something that they might be wondering about. Um, mm -hmm. and, um, and, and I've done, so now both with the diploma group and with the teaching at UFE for the teacher candidates, um, it really brings connection to a lot of people that I may not have had um, hmm. being, if you're tied to a school in a sense, yeah. Right. Yeah. I loved, uh, I loved the metaphor of the hike and I mm, people wanting the big view and other mm -hmm. people are looking for the little plants. Yeah, yeah so, so my partner and I, we have this challenge. <laughs> She's into the big view and I'm into the plants along the way. <laughs> yeah. So winter's good because there's not a lot I'm looking at, but in spring... She's like, can oh, we get yeah. going? I want to get yeah. to the top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, just, uh, you, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but my wife who went uh, into teaching later had Justin as a teacher. And oh, Justin really? was I did not by know far that. her, fa her favorite yeah. teacher. Yeah, yeah. She learned a lot. And I, I don't know if she was scared of science. She was definitely nervous about math. Mm. But she came out of that just feeling so empowered, right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. that's the metaphor I also appreciated. The, you know what? It's a journey, right? And we're right. going to learn together. And it's going to be joyful. Right? Mm -hmm. We're going to have a good time at the end. So, so I'm glad you said the word joy because mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I purposely do that or I, I really feel that joy and laughter and lightheartedness is important. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's times to be serious, of course, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I connect that way with people. Um, and, I, and I hope they would see that as well as a benefit. For sure. And that's the science part of you coming out because you know there's scientific research behind, <laughs> right? That, you know, what happens to you physically when, when right. you're smiling or right. laughing or just having yeah. a good yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Well, even here, you threw in some jokes. It is and true. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Justin. This has been, oh. we're, we're, we've been fortunate to have your leadership in our district and mm -hmm. yeah, I look forward to lots of work together. Yeah. yeah. Right. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed that conversation. Thanks, Justin. Great. Well, Paula, that's another SD33 Chill Talks. In the books. Thanks, Dave. Until next time, everyone. <laughs>